You are listening to episode 37 on Abundant After Abortion, Letting People Be Wrong About You. Welcome to Abundance After Abortion. If you have had an abortion, girlfriend, you are in the right place at the right time. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and your life has purpose and meaning. And so does your little one. John 10.10 says, Christ died that we may have life and that to the full, or what other translations say, in abundance. Not to the exclusion of those who have had an abortion. So I am so glad you're tuning in. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back. Um... Today, I want to just talk about some thoughts that I have about the feelings that come because I am quite confident this is probably likely going to come up, especially over the holidays. Thoughts and feelings we have when people got it wrong (laughs) or they are They might be confused. They might be, yeah, completely helter-skelter about you. People might be wrong about you. And uh, what benefit it is, how empowering it is for you to let that go. And how uncomfortable. I can already, like sense what it feels like when somebody's wrong about you like they're accusing you of something or um, blaming you for something and you are like no absolutely not that's not true that didn't happen at all you've got it wrong that's not how it went I didn't say that like all the things right and how uncomfortable it is to sit with that okay so there's two options I guess that are before us down this path when we encounter as far as we know somebody being wrong about us so I didn't say that I didn't do that you're wrong you don't get it that's not right okay so that happens and um We can either go the path, go the route of defending ourselves. Um, And I want to ask why that is. Mm, It's like a loaded question. Get your journal out, girlfriend. Why do we feel like compelled to defend ourselves? We're feeling like there's some... Um, some like risk or danger or terror, like something is pending and we need to fix it. Some bad thing could befall us. I'm imagining, I'm just guessing, hypothesizing, but I really am curious what comes up for you when you think about resisting the urge to defend yourself. We could, here's another idea, we could make it mean, okay, so (laughs) 
making it mean just means it's not true. We're just thinking it means something. Um, we could be making it mean I'm weak. I'm weak if I don't stand up for myself. I'm a pushover. I'm uh, a pansy. I am weak if I don't defend myself. So we're making, is that true? No, not at all. But if we believe that and make that situation mean that about us, then that's going to be true for us. Um, so there might be reasons that we feel compelled to, hmm, could turn out that we're now arguing my word against somebody else's word, like we're arguing with somebody or now somebody's hurt, whether I'm hurt or the other person is hurt, who's accusing me of being what I think is wrong, um, incorrect, even just like that is not accurate. So what do you feel in your body and what emotion when you think about somebody accusing you or somebody being wrong uh, regarding something about you. Like, don't you just feel it? I feel it right now, right away. Like, oh my God, I need to defend myself. I need to set them straight. And uh, I think part of it is because we want to look good. Of course we do in other people's eyes. I really want people to like me and I want people to think good of me. I want people to think I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm on the right track. Like I'm morally ethical. That goes back to, that goes way back to my good girl roots. Growing up in a Christian household and not saying there's anything wrong with this, but we want to be aware of what we're thinking and how we're feeling and what's driving our actions. Why do I feel the need to care so much about what other people think of me. Mm, mm. Really what's all that matters and what's important is what you think about you and like your stance with God. That's it. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It literally doesn't. <laughs> um, okay. So that fork in the road. Either we can go the path. The path is to the left. <laughs> the path to the left. That's where my hand is going. (laughs) This way, this direction of I need to set the record straight. I can't have people thinking ill about me or accusing me of wrongdoings that are not true. Like I can't stand that feeling. And yeah, so either we go the route of and that it could turn into an argument. Now I'm arguing or I'm defending myself or I'm explaining why they are wrong or how I am guiltless. (laughs) I am not to blame. And really like it's to make us feel better. It's to make us feel better about ourselves Mm. because if somebody else is thinking bad about you, um, it's about how we feel about ourselves. It really doesn't It's not about them. We want to feel good about ourselves. And if somebody else is thinking bad about you or wrong or incorrect about you, we feel uncomfortable. And so in order for us to feel better about ourselves, we go outside of ourselves to try to correct other people. 
to change what other people think about us. But do you see how it boils back down to how we feel about ourselves? Because here's the test. Here's how we can know. If we didn't feel that, then we wouldn't go to the effort of trying to correct somebody. If I still felt good about myself, um, here's another example too. Say somebody comes up to you and is like, I hate your blue hair. That's ugly. Um, I don't have blue hair, so you're crazy. <laughs> I, I'm not offended by that. Do you see how that like has zero power over how I feel? If somebody's like, your blue hair is so ugly. I'm like, I don't have blue hair. Um, question mark. <laughs> what? Um, ouch. No, not at all. It has, it has zero hold. Zero, like, offense to you. So, but we get triggered and our ego goes haywire when we feel like we're in danger somehow. Like somebody is accusing us of wrongdoing, but we're like, no, that's not right. You're wrong. We feel endangered. Endangered? In danger of potential harm. And so we want to rescue ourselves from this potential dangerous outcome in the future. So let me go argue my defense to that person and set them straight. Okay. I think I think I've pretty much laid out the left <laughs> the the fork in the road where one option is to go to work to correct that person and set them straight or whew, the other option which is mm, to let them be wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that I already said it feels so uncomfortable to think about letting somebody be wrong about you. Ofta, like what we make that mean about us. It is so uncomfortable, I guess is how I can describe it. Um, But that is my question. How do you feel about that? If somebody is clearly like judging you for something that's not even true or blaming you or like saying something's your fault, what, whatever, what have you, and you know they're wrong. You're like, I wasn't even there at noon on Tuesday. Like I was at home or <laughs> completely wrong. I mean, you could be thinking about the other person, like they are misled and it's important for them to have accurate information. You could be like thinking it's in their best interest to know the truth or know what reality actually was. Um, But why? Like, what is that going to lead to? Why do they need to know what the truth is? And um, I really just want to pose this idea to you. And I'm not suggesting that this is applicable in every situation and you should never try to correct anybody ever again. Um, I just want to offer it to you to consider. And uh, I am suggesting that it's of more benefit more often than not to let it go to let people be wrong with you and in fact it is a superpower skill that's in your best interest because one reason is that we're learning to surrender um 
another way to put it, we're learning to be free. Mm. We're learning to let go and be free rather than hold on to with like this white knuckle death grip of being in control. I have to control what people think about me. I have to determine how people see me. I want to know. Do you feel that like people pleasing, that sense of control that I need in order for me to be happy? It comes back to how you feel about you. And when it's hard to let it go and let people be wrong about you, it's it comes back to you and what you think and feel about yourself. I know, I know, but it is such mature work. Girlfriend, this is like, wow, this is such high level, like, what am I trying to say? You just mature. This is such mature, advanced, yes. This is advanced work that is like level 10, okay? Um, because so many people struggle with this. And feel the need to defend themselves and they can't be wrong or they can't let people be wrong about them. Or they can't be wrong either. <laughs> we, have a, uh, we have a problem being wrong. We want to be right. Um, so, yes, how do you feel? These are just some journaling prompts. Definitely take time to, like, get your thoughts out of your head and answer these questions on paper. So you can see them. There really is a transformation that happens from mind to hand to paper. And so to better learn about ourselves. So to grow in this superpower. To consider how you feel. Like by considering how you feel. So I have a couple questions to offer you in the right now. So. The right option, uh, direction of the right, not correct. Ah, we went left, now we're going right. <sighs> of letting people be wrong about you and resisting the urge to correct them or to defend yourself. What comes up for you? What is your argument? Yeah, that's what it is. What is your reasoning for being like, no, Katie, I'm never going to let that happen. I've got to stand my ground. I've got to stand up for myself. And I can't let people be wrong about me, especially my family or my partner or my boss or coworker, whoever is in your circle of influence. I can't let these people, because it's going to mean what? What is it going to mean? And journal about that. So, Ask why. Why does it mean this? What is the impending doom I'm trying to avoid by going out of my way to set someone straight about me or correct their opinion or their viewpoint? Mm. Why do I want to please people? How does that impact me? What is the impact that being right in front of people, what is the impact of that on me? All right, so that was one. Two, what are the feelings you have? So now we're talking about the emotions you have. I mentioned uncomfortable. Like it's just really uncomfortable to know that somebody is wrong 
you know you're right and they are wrong. And it's really uncomfortable to sit with that. Um, but maybe you feel a different emotion. Maybe you feel shame because they're thinking you're guilty or you're the person to blame and you're not correcting them and you're letting them be wrong and you feel shame. Ugh. But it's not even true. <laughs> like what they're judging you for or accusing you for is not even true. That, that's our supposition in this case. This is what we're looking at. Say somebody is judging you for something that is not even true and you're not correcting them. What do you feel? What are the emotions? Okay, are you sad? Are you stressed? Are you upset? Is it uncomfortable? Name that emotion. What are you feeling if you resist going out of your way to correct somebody? Ah, it's ego honey bunny it is our ego trying to hold on to life but when we surrender and we let go and we're not um trying to be in the driver's seat in control of what people see of us we're free wow and that's amazing we're free we don't have to be in control in order to be free isn't that crazy All right, and lastly, once you identify what the emotion is and write it in your journal, like literally write it out, I'm sad. It makes me feel sad. Like that's the answer to the question. Whatever your emotion is, identify it and now journal about how that feels in your body. So I said uncomfortable and it's kind of hard to describe or explain, I guess, but for me, uncomfortable, like feels almost like a shock it's not a shock but like a zap and I feel like it goes under my arms through like a line under my arm through my armpit and down the side of my body on both sides of my body I feel so uncomfortable it's like antsy anxious but to describe how that feels because antsy and anxious are emotions how does that feel now? Identify in your body where I'm saying I'm super uncomfortable letting people be wrong about me and me resisting the urge to set them straight or correct them. I am really uncomfortable and that feels like a zing under my arms and in my armpit and down my body. Like it's very tactile, tactical, tactile. I don't know. So I want you to tell yourself and describe in your journal Describe what that experience is like. Okay, I'm feeling shame and it feels like a cold, soggy, wet rag wrung up in a knot in the center of my body. It just feels like really sucky. (laughs) Shame feels like, and you have to describe, not with another emotion. Shame feels like embarrassment. No, no, that's not a description. Is it hot? Is it cold? Is there a shadow? Is it bright? Is it prickly? Does it feel like tingly or a shock? Or do you feel soggy or bogged down? What is the description you would give that emotion in your body? Okay, and then now we're getting to know ourselves in this way. We're not avoiding, we're not turning on Netflix, we're not going to Instagram to scroll social media, we're not doing anything in response. Just sit and journal, talk to yourself about it, 
describe it, identify it. And then if you need to set a timer or just sit for a couple minutes and feel that, feel that, feel that, feel that discomfort, feel that knotted up, wrung out, soggy, wet rag in the middle of your body, in the pit of your stomach, like focus your energy there. Okay. Like a zing on the underside of my arms and down the sides of my body it's like a zing I am so I feel like fight or flight like anxious uncomfortable I can't let them stay wrong about me I feel so strongly the urge to defend myself but sit with that emotion and focus your energy on where you feel it just breathe into it And uh, you can tell yourself or describe to yourself, this is what uncomfortable feels like. This is what uncomfortable feels like. You're just telling yourself, this is what shame feels like. This is it. This is what it feels like. And I, I wrote it out. I described it. I feel like... I feel like my face is sagging because I've been crying from shame or embarrassment or like, you know, when your face feels puffy, like you're embracing and allowing that emotion and focus your energy there and breathe into it. Describe it in detail. Set a timer, two minutes. And you know what you're doing? You are showing yourself it is safe to feel. And you're giving your emotions the time of day. Because so often we're so busy running and going away from the discomfort, from the shame, from, oh my gosh, they're wrong about me and I feel so uncomfortable or I am resisting the urge to correct them so bad. Uh, And if I can't, then I'm so anxious and I'm fight or flight and I feel this zing, like I got to process this energy or something. But when you sit with an emotion, focus your energy on it, describe it, identify it, feel into it. You're creating safety in your body. You don't have to escape. You don't have to buffer or go away or entertain fear. Woo. You're like, I am okay. I am safe. Nothing is happening in this moment. Okay? And we calm our nervous system. And we're thinking with clarity and logic. Because going back to the left, going down the direction of I need to set them straight. I've got to correct them because they can't be wrong about me. And that really matters. And that's really important because this is what I think or this is what I'm making that mean. I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. Um, So we're just busy not creating safety and space for our emotions to be there. Oh. When you are defending yourself, we're responding out of emotion. So what do you feel when somebody's wrong about you and you're like, oh my gosh, that person cannot run with that information. Like that's going to be really terrible. I can't believe they think that about me. Let me go set them straight or fix their image of me. We're responding out of emotion. And when emotion is high, logic is low. And... um We want to be conscious about the decisions we're making and why we're making them. So what decision we're making and why we're making them. And when you give yourself time and space 
to feel and think and process and create safety in your body and regulate your nervous system. You're building trust with yourself and chances are very possible that it's not even going to matter to you because the emotion has subsided. You don't even feel that way anymore. So this is how we grow in the superpower skill of letting people be wrong about you. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you can't stand up for yourself and you're just a pushover. It doesn't mean anything bad about you, but that's what we think. And that's why we're so compelled to defend ourselves. Okay, so test it out. Journal maybe a couple times that you've identified somebody, you think somebody's wrong about you and you didn't go confront them. You you just took a deep breath. Or maybe you responded differently because maybe it's with a family member or your partner or somebody that you're interacting with in the moment. <laughs> maybe you respond, dif- maybe you take ownership even though they're wrong. You're like, I'm sorry about that. Um, maybe you just respond differently if you are willing to allow people to be wrong with you. And you know what? I say it's a superpower. And I said, this is like level 10. Um, this is a mature way that is in your best interest, actually, to respond. This is so good for us to not be in control of what everybody in the world thinks of us or one person who's really important, my spouse, like it will work itself out and um, your character can speak for itself. If we're like catty or arguing or defensive to consider why is this my character? Why am I being this way? Um, and to test, what if I weren't? What if I let it go? What if I allowed it to be? And how am I better off for this? For not trying to correct somebody and what they think about me. Okay, I am honestly so curious what you think, what your thoughts are. Um, let's connect. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Message me. Um, and, uh, oh my gosh, next week is Thanksgiving. I will see you then. Take care. Hey, I am so glad you're listening to Abundant After Abortion. I've just got a favor to ask. Okay, two favors. If you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a quick five-star rating, just scroll down to the bottom of the page on your phone and tap to rate. Second, if you know someone who needs to hear a message of hope and love after having an abortion of their own, would you send this to them? I won't give you numbers or statistics, but suffice it to say there are a lot of women who have had abortions that we probably don't even know of because many of us are suffering in silence for so many reasons. We're not even open or sharing about it. Lastly, I am here to walk this journey with you. Click my milkshake link where you'll find all the ways that we can get connected. You can sign up for my freebie, 
deflating the stress balloon. You can join my email list. You can register for my latest webinar or sign up for a consultation so we can coach together for abundance after abortion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.